I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Third time we have done this intro. Oh my god! I'm gonna. <laughs> Who's forever phone goes off next? They're getting a punch in the face, guys. Happy Wednesday! Welcome to another episode of Curious Conversation. So this is our third intro to this episode. One, Sarah's phone went off. Two, the dishwasher went off, and it sounded like it was our stomachs. And three, my phone just randomly went off it's on silent so third time lucky sure it's on silent (laughs) how are you what's been going on tell me everything i'm amazing i always say i'm really really well thank you Mm -hmm. but since our chat with damien i'm gonna start being more creative with my response to how are you i think so yeah i so i'm amazing uh work's going really well tully's going tully lou Mm -hmm. is going really well my family's really well. I've been spending some really nice time with friends and mm-hmm. family lately. My nieces, my nephew, and things like that just fuel fuel my soul, you know? Yeah, that's good. We love that. How are you? I'm very well. I'm phenomenal. I'm great. Yes. Um, no, I'm well. Exactly what you said. Like, the brand, Tally Lou, is going amazing. We have some really exciting things coming up, like little campaigns, new styles. So that's always fun when exciting things are happening. I also have a little side hustle uh, beauty brand that I'm launching in the next month or so, which was fun. We shot that last week. That is called Set Soap and it is a brow soap, but it's kind of like a new formula. It's not like the typical soap formula everyone's been launching. It's a little bit more gel-like. It's really cool. Um, and yeah, family's amazing. My little nieces are now nearly nine weeks and they're so cute, obsessed. Every time I walk in a room and you're there, you're like, oh my God, look at these photos. I know, they're really cute. I'm like obsessed. I'd like jump off a cliff for them. Um, yeah, so that's fun. And yeah, I just um, am enjoying recording podcasts at the moment. What's relationship status? <laughs> <laughs> Why you throw me under the bus today? You always throw me under the bus. Relation status, relationship status is slightly single, occupied (laughs) let's move on to the next question (laughs) no but honestly um what else has been happening we've been having some really good conversations on the podcast lately and your feedback has been really really nice you're enjoying these new conversations with really interesting people I think yeah exactly I think a lot of people um think that podcasting is very easy and Mm -hmm. it's bloody difficult and I find it even more difficult when we interview people that might be of a public art, like, you know, have a status public eye or whatever. So what I'm really enjoying is in, I'm really enjoying interviewing people who just have really, really cool stories. And I feel so fully engaged in the conversation and really excited to hear their story and inspired. So I love Damien's, the feedback from his episode was phenomenal. Um, And we're recording someone really exciting next week. And she, I follow her on Instagram now. I um, found out about her from my lash technician, Keely, shout out Sculpt in Pasco Vale. And now I've been following her and she is an absolute like empowering inspiration I can't even tell you yeah and I'm you checked her out too I did and um I don't want to give away her story yet because I don't know too much yeah god she's amazing and you know what if you guys are like sitting on the couch contemplating like should I work out should I do Mm. something or feeling sad about some stupid little thing in your life Check out her Instagram, listen to her episode because I can tell you it'll make you get off the couch. Yeah, and that's dropping in two weeks. Yeah, exactly. So that's exciting. But let's talk about our episode today. Yeah, this is a topic that it really intrigues me. It's about beauty and ageing. Yeah. So we speak to 
uh, nurse and Australia's leading injector, mm-hmm. Alex Pike. No, our favourite injector. Favourite injector. Yes. Okay. And she's a mum to three boys. She's actually a she's great mum. She's a mom. super, super woman. And uh, we sat down with her and we basically just went through went through a lot of things like beauty, anti-aging, the Kardashian culture, which I find very frightening towards young young women, especially teenagers and I mean every woman, but definitely younger women. What else we talk about? We talk about the stigma about getting anti-wrinkle and filler. Yeah, and the way um, Alex explains that, it's it's very refreshing and empowering, I would yeah. have to say. And what I love about Alex and we can say this confidently and comfortably. Going to throw you under the bus now, but you already threw yourself under the bus in the episode. But we see Alex for anti wrinkle. You know, we're not twenty one anymore, mm-hmm. um, and I can confidently say to you that she generally cares about your well being and why while you're getting it done, she digs a little bit deeper to me personal life and. That's I. She generally cares. She's yeah. not all about just injecting you and out the door. Gets to the root of why you're actually in her mm-hmm. room to see her. Yeah. Is it? Are you doing it? For, and what I loved about this, and I'll finish it up soon. But I feel like she asked the question: Are you doing it for yourself, or are you doing it for other people? Yeah. And I think that's a really good question you should be asking yourself in a lot of circumstances. It might be buying a designer bag. It might be doing things. Are you doing it for yourself generally? Because that's gonna you know, maybe make you feel confident or make you happy or you worked really hard for that or are you doing it for other people? Yeah, there's a lot of conversation about uh, self-love in this and oh, loving yeah, yourself. Oh, yeah, 100%. And yep. you know what? We've all had journeys and we've all had trauma. We've all had shit going on. But I think Alex is a real inspiration to kind of show how to self-love and, like, yep. why she self-loves. And um, I think that's kind of cool, especially if you're an inject- uh, a nurse. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and I think just before we jump into this episode, for everyone listening, I just want you to think about how society views ageing mm-hmm. and should we normalise it? Like, I think we should. Yeah. Because she says, like, I can't remember if it was our episode or another one we listened to, she says absolutely everyone ages. Mm. And, like, you know, you look at all supermodels like Naomi Campbell, you know, Elle McPherson, they, we all, we're all going to age. So I think it's, yeah, really important not to judge people for things that, that they do that might make them feel better or more confident. That's it. And I think she really opened my eyes to that mm-hmm. because I can probably say I, I did used to judge people who used to get a lot of work done, mm-hmm. but now I feel like you do you. Mm-hmm. Like, you rock it and Agreed. if you're doing it for the right reasons. Agree. Yeah. Um, so, guys, I hope you love the episode as much as we did. It's a banger as always. Don't forget to like, subscribe. And share with all your friends. Have a beautiful Wednesday, guys. Yo, what's up? So today we're so excited. We have the beautiful Alex Pike. How are you? Hello, guys. Thank you for having me. We are so excited. We've been wanting to have you on for so long, but I think COVID happened and life happened, but we're excited to have you. And we're back. Yes, we're back in that (laughs) game. So Alex, you're our registered nurse, Division One. I am. Yeah, and you're a mother of three beautiful boys. Yes, I am. You're literally a superwoman. <laughs> I, uh, I have a bit going on. You do. But loving it at the same time. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I know you were a model at 12 and that's kind of how you got into the beauty industry, but give us a little bit of a rundown of your growing up and now what you kind of do. So I grew up in Albury and yeah. at 12 years of age, uh, I was signed to Chadwick's mm-hmm. in Sydney. So I was uh, catapulted into the modelling world. And at the time, Peter Chadwick and Stuart Cameron owned Chadwick's mm-hmm. in Sydney. And, you know, on the books was Elle McPherson. I would often see Rachel Hunter walk through the foyer and it was pretty exciting. So at the same time, I went to boarding school in Melbourne. Okay. So I've pretty much travelled my all well, since I was 12 between yeah. Sydney, Albury, Melbourne. Oh, wow. So a lot of people say, oh, how do you do it? You're always travelling up and down that highway. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I've done it since I was 12. So. I didn't realise you went to boarding school in Melbourne. Yes. I thought you were 100% country girl. No. No, really? she's still a country girl. Yeah, <laughs> I'm proud to be a country girl. So obviously having those kind of models 
you know, you saw them and stuff. Did you look up to them at that age? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, you know, would. it was the era. I don't know if you remember Alison Bray. No. She was massive. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty exciting time in fashion. Yeah. You know, it was still print magazine and there was a lot of amazing campaigns. I, I did an Ants Pants underwear campaign. I uh, I did. Is that when the ant actually crawled? Yeah, out? I that, didn't. Uh, that was Tonya Bird, uh, but I was I did some of the print stuff. Really? So that was actually I was fifteen by that stage. Yeah. But yeah, from a very early age, I would travel to Sydney and live in a model house in Vaucluse and and venture out uh, by myself at 12, 13, 14 uh, doing castings. What pressure did you feel at that age when it came to beauty and your looks? Enormous. Really? I remember, I mean, my parents, you know, from Aubrey, they're beautiful people. Yeah. You know, I obviously wanted to go ahead with it after I did Dolly Covergirl and yeah. then I was signed by Stuart Cameron. So he, uh, at the first introduction in... At, at Chadwick's in Sydney, you know, grabbed my grabbed me round the hips and in front of my parents said, "Well, you'll have to watch your hips; don't get too big." Oh, so, there, and I, I remember wow. feeling like really a bit embarrassed that he didn't think I was good enough yeah. from that minute. And I'd never kind of looked at myself before that. Mm. And um, and I think by the time I was modelling up there at about fourteen, so a couple of years later, you know, I would. I would go up and I wouldn't really eat a lot while mm. I was there and I'd get quite thin and then I'd wander into the agency and they'd compliment me on that and say, oh, you look so good. And, yeah. and that would, yeah. So there was definitely an element. I wouldn't say eating disorder, but I definitely had my own version of that for sure. Yeah. And how long did you or do you still model? No, I don't. When did you hang up the uh, modelling well, title? I, I had with the modelling, I suppose, uh, at that age came, you know, a bit of unwanted attention of from um, older men. Mm. So I, um, I I did go through a bit of a period where I was doing a little bit of drinking in the teenage years and sort of um, got in a little bit of trouble, you know, as a typical teenager. Mm. So uh, that, that was a little bit um, hard for a while. So mm. I stopped and then when I returned to Melbourne, I was signed by Giant. Oh, wow. And I modelled until I had my first baby. Amazing. So... Mm. You obviously modelled until then. When did you fall into nursing? When did you realise you wanted to be a nurse? So basically what happened was I I was still living in Sydney at this point. Yeah. This was in you know, around 18, 19. A lot of my friends had got into uni and I was still sort of dabbling in modelling and, and having a great time up there, mm-hmm. I would have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was living in Bondi. Oh, my, pa- my parents had bought an apartment for me. Um, oh God, not for me, dream. but they, they bought an apartment in Bondi and I was living there. I mean, it was, it was honestly, I can say, the most amazing time mm-hmm. of my life. And, you know, the, the most I felt free. We did have an amazing time. It was the, the John Ibrahim club oh, era. Wow, that's really wow. showing, that's really showing oh, my age. Central. So it was, uh, DCMs and mm-hmm. Blue Room and King's Cross when it was oh, King's Cross. And yeah. we had a lot of fun up there. And I think I, I, I realized, I'm not qualified to do anything Mm -hmm. and my father is a pharmacist and my mother is a nurse and you couldn't get much more biomedical model than that. And my mum suggested it. She said, "Um, why don't you study nursing? So I ended up moving home to Albury Mm -hmm. and enrolled in nursing. Yeah. And at that time, did you ever think, because I don't know the difference between nursing, is it just a general nursing course? Well, I did an enrolled nursing course first. And that qualified me to work in a hospital yep. without the qualification to um, administer medications. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at that point, I had to digress. I had met my first husband when I was 15 mm-hmm. while I was at boarding school here. We had oh, been going wow. out off and on since then. So we had gotten back together uh-huh. and he um, he'd suggested I'd qualified for that first section. Yeah. And he wanted me to move to Melbourne, back to Melbourne. So we ended up moving in together and Mm -hmm. I enrolled at university at La Trobe and I worked at Cabrini Hospital in Malvern. Oh, oh wow. And um, I was still modelling at the time too. And I ended up kept getting sent to the uh, plastic surgery ward. Oh, really? So it was all facelifts and they'd have a lot of uh, celebrities come in. Yeah. And um, breast augmentation and tummy tucks. And I just remember thinking, I think this is me. Mm-hmm. Really? You know, I really enjoyed it. That I really felt a connection with the patients mm. and it was interesting hearing their stories. And one day a, a, quite a famous surgeon 
in Melbourne sort of was doing his rounds and, you know, dripping in the Armani suit mm. and the whole bit and he suggested I, um, he, he knew I was getting married, I was engaged by this time and he said, have you ever had Botox? And I said, no, not at all. I think I was 23. How old were you? Whoa, that's so back then, young. Like, this is a long time ago, yeah. right? It wasn't common. No, it yeah. wasn't. So I was like, Botox. And it wasn't spoken about, it was really. Never no, it was like about. very like, no. So... He said, well, you're getting married. You want to look as good as you can. So he ended up, Wow. Um, I ended up having the treatment, just my frown line. Mm-hmm. And I remember when it, it, was, it had started to take effect, how did I not know about this before? Wow. I could not believe the difference. Yeah. And then I started getting more modeling. Okay. Because I was looking oh, super fresh. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So then you like, okay, so when that happened, were other people like your age talking about Botox? Though? Absolutely they not. They weren't? No. So by the time I finished my nursing degree, uh-huh. I had one and truly decided that I wanted to be a nurse injector. Yeah. And at the time, I think I was one of nine. So it was, In Victoria? Yeah, in Victoria. Oh, wow. It was very new. So most plastic surgeons or cosmetic surgeons always employed one nurse to be a nurse injector and that's when the industry started it started late 90s okay and this was 2004 wow and now right. it's literally saturated absolutely yes, yes. it but is so saturated this is one thing i want to say too because tal and i were talking about it you just can't go to anyone for your injectables no, right it's like an art form I think so. Yeah. 100% yeah. it is. And how do you feel like, you know, you can go on mydeals.com or you can go on something and there's, you know, treatments for $100 or there's these deals and stuff. The girls that go to those and then they come to see you, do you often have to remove what they've put in their face? I do. Yeah. And um, there's a, uh, a wonderful uh, professor uh-huh. who was who's based in Hawksburn Village who has led the way in my industry for education. It's Professor Greg Goodman. Yeah. And he, um, you know, he often talks about his second favourite filler is the dissolver. Really? It's because that common. I am doing more and more and more. And it's also my brand. So I met a beautiful woman just this week who was very, very attractive, uh, beautiful bone structure, beautiful eyes, beautiful skin. And then my eyes go down to her lips. And I, I just said to her, look, I'm, if, we're, if I'm going to treat you, I'm, I'm suggesting that we dissolve your lips because mm. I don't want anyone thinking that I've done those lips. Yeah. Right. So it's my brand and brand, reputation yeah. too. Why do most people come to you? Uh, look, I think if we're going to get right to it, mm. I think it's it's definitely social media and Kardashian culture. Yeah. yeah. And I do spend a lot of time overseas um, pre-pandemic. Yeah. yeah. I, I have. And I, I'm really one of those people that will make her own place at the table. Mm-hmm. So in terms of meeting you know, experts in their field, Mm. I will seek them out. So I will go to LA and I will contact them through social media and I will say, visiting from Australia, would Mm -hmm. you mind if I pop past and introduced myself? Mm -hmm. And I've just gotten into so many doors just through my socials. Um, Jason, Dr. Jason Diamond in Beverly Hills has followed me for about four years. I've spent time with him. I've trained with um, Dr. Garth Fisher in Beverly Hills also, Mm. um, Dr. K.O., who I think is one of the most inventive um, plastic surgeons um, of this time. Mm -hmm. So I see a lot of of surgery and the beginning of my career, I – uh, after I was originally trained in injectables, I spent four years with Dr. Brian Mendelson in Turak, who's pretty much the godfather of the lower facelift. Mm-hmm. So I'm extremely uh, experienced at seeing and watching and dealing with um, plastic surgery mm-hmm. and post-operative care of plastic surgery. So when women come in here or they contact me through socials, they are seeing before and afters of women that have had surgery. Oh, yeah. so not, oh, okay. The If you're looking at people like, the Jenners and the yeah. Kardashians, you know, they've got unlimited budget. Yes, yeah. true. And they're dealing with the best in the business. Mm. Of, you know, yeah. so they've, they've had surgeries. I don't know. I'm not, yeah. I wasn't yeah. there, but yeah. from what I've seen, you can't create that kind of transformation with a filler. Mm. You just Kardashian, can't. 110%. Mm. You just can't. Yeah. And, you know, Kylie, I think, you know, marketing genius, obviously her mother as well, you know, at the release of that. Uh, lip kit yeah um i believe from what i've seen surgically that she's had the um base of the ala base around her nose cut 
um, that um, lip part shortened, which which actually Slips. ends up it's a oh, lip lift, which is a very very common um, plastic surgery procedure right. yeah. that makes you look more doll-like because yeah. her lip was quite long mm-hmm. and it was tucked right under and now it's completely turned. You you cannot achieve that with a lip filler. So, oh, yeah. I was going to say the people that actually walk through this door, do you think they want to reverse the ageing process or there's boost some kind confidence. yeah, boost confidence, some kind of... I don't want to say body dysmorphia. Like, what's oh, the number one? Really, right? Yeah, yeah. We see a lot of BDD. Yeah, and I, you know, with the seventeen years experience I mm. have, I have to be very discerning mm-hmm. um, because if you then go ahead and treat that person, you are opening a can of worms. And yeah. if they're coming here, also, what, what um, for people listening? What is an example of some kind of body dysmorphia that someone might come in with? Uh, Do they say a? Uh, Will, a face tune and they're like, I want to actually look like this. Yeah, I actually, that's one of the things that, you know, when they bring in the picture mm. of what they want to look like, that's a bit of a red flag for me. And yeah. it's like, say it's a social media filter. Yeah. Or so, oh, right, really. And I'll say that that's not you. Yeah. yeah. Because essentially, do you want someone to walk in and leave feeling fresh, yes. not changed? Yes. Which I a want lot them, of girls I want, want them to feel empowered. Yeah. Mm. You know, and I, there's, there's probably three different cross-sections of women that come in. We've yeah. got our younger girls that want to be enhanced mm-hmm. and it's all, almost like a bit of a status symbol. New lips is like new bags. I mean, when I was their age, I probably, I got acrylic nails and mm-hmm. maybe a few highlights in my yes. hair. Like it's really changed yeah. a lot. You Times know, now have changed. Yeah. Now 18-year-olds are walking around, With they lips. get a breast augmentation mm. for are their 16th they really? birthday and, yeah, and they've got a Louis Vuitton, mm. you know. So it's, it's very just so different. different. Then you've got sort of your working women in the 30s, that are just sort of starting to see, by 28 you're starting to see some visible signs 100%. of ageing and your skin's not as good, it's not as fresh, the fine lines are coming through. So I love that age group because if you start treatment with anti-wrinkle injections mm-hmm. and maybe one filler a year, they just get a slight enhancement. But, I mean, in my opinion, nothing makes you feel younger or fresher than anti-wrinkle. Yep. I would never have a, another filler in my life if when- I had to give up anti-wrinkle injections. We can't say the brand name. Oh, okay. Um, because it's against the really? Therapeutic Goods um, Act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I so what, do, what do we call that? We call it um, muscle relaxant or anti-wrinkle injection. Anti-wrinkle oh, injection. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so we can't say brand. Yeah, right. Because in Australia we're not allowed to advertise the medicine. Okay. In America, you know, they've got blood oh, yeah. pressure, pill. So you're saying you, if you had the choice between anti-wrinkle or filler, you would choose anti-wrinkle? Absolutely. Or, really? Okay, and yeah. what's the difference for people listening? What's the difference if people don't know? The difference between them both well an anti-wrinkle injection reduces the sweat in the skin mm-hmm. so your skin will look shinier mm-hmm. and it acts as a roadblock to the muscle mm-hmm. okay. so a dynamic wrinkle is made when you frown mm-hmm. okay over time that dynamic wrinkle will will become a static wrinkle so you'll actually Which look is a like line. you'll actually look like a cranky bitch the whole time because what what actually <laughs> what actually happens to your muscles and your skin when you age well it just all becomes lax so you've got bone Yep. And you've got muscle and you've got fat pads. And to I always sort of describe the face as a house because mm-hmm. it's in lay, layman's terms. But as we age, the skull or the bone shrinks, mm-hmm. the muscle that we have is wasting and the fat pads that are so perfectly formed and beautiful all start to slide. And so they're sliding, like, uh, they're sliding down. So you're like a melting ice cream. Yeah. Um, so the tablecloth, which is the tissue, becomes too big for the table. Okay. So yeah. when you yeah. get like um, filler, filler, you're kind of like we are re- lifting, yeah. lifting. We're not lifting. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we're revolumizing. Yeah, because I do not, I do not yeah. want to take anything away from plastic, plastic surgeons surgery. because they yeah. have studied, you know, for in excess of twelve years course, to do what yeah. they do. But they are lifting. Yeah, they're cutting and they're lifting. Of course, but they also add in things like hydroxyapatite, which is like a coral, which they mix with your own blood, and they will, instead of a filler. A coral yeah, in your it's skin. A coral. Yeah, it's called hydroxyapatite. Well, because isn't oh. coral, is that collagen? Well, no. a coral, it's like a bone. Okay, yeah. okay. So they will then add, whilst they're yeah. doing the facelift, they'll add bone, which is coral, um, for a more permanent effect of revolumization. Will your body not metabolise that? No. So Sarah also had a question about filler because mm-hmm. with an anti-wrinkle, wrinkle, that dissolves. Right. Oh, so an anti-wrinkle, um, the substance yeah. it metabolizes. So okay. it's nothing permanent. But but with the injectable, uh, the filler, filler, sorry, 
It's a hyaluronic acid. Does that always stain? No. Okay. No. That so was your question. We yeah. actually produce hyaluronic acid. It's okay. a naturally occurring substance in our body and apparently pregnant women uh, produce a lot more of it. I just got really fat. I have to say, <laughs> I, put on, I put on 30 kilos yeah. uh, both times. I remember ringing my girlfriend saying, why are my thighs rubbing together? <laughs> it just <laughs> never happened. I was sick. I was fat. It was awful. Yeah. But um, it was worth it though. Um, so hyaluronic acid is then uh, the, the pharmaceutical companies have made mm-hmm. uh, a complex sugar molecule. So it's an injectable gel mm-hmm. uh, that is not permanent. Mm-hmm. So we inject it on bone. So there's different types of thicknesses. Some are like a mattress. Some are like a doona. Some are like a sheet. Right. So for lips, oh. if a you know a younger girl in her twenties wants that real Kylie Jenner look, we use a very um, a, we call it a high G prime. Mm-hmm. So if you think about a cube of filler. And you're putting it under a microscope and you squash it, yeah. a high G prime would bounce back to the cube. Yep. So it's very rigid, whereas there's other fillers, more like a sheet or, or like a doona, that uh, integrate, that smooth out whilst they're in. And the way you explained fillers to me before, because all, no it, this is well, well over my head, all this beauty stuff. I get it most from you until you tell me. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, do not yeah, frown. right. Um, fillers, the way it works is it attracts water. Yes. So it's a hydrophilic substance. So that is why you inject it on the day and you see an immediate difference. Mm-hmm. But over the next four or five weeks, it will draw water to to the tissue and it will expand. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, you should be so hydrated for the few weeks you after you get filler? I, 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 look, people should be hydrated. And that's why I always say no drinking on the night that ah, you yeah. You wouldn't do it because you're going to just dehydrate and you're yeah. also going to cause um, bruising yeah. as oh, well. Yeah, but for best results, like I'd try it if but I ever got it. You hydrated all the Yeah, time. but I don't drink enough water. Yeah, yeah. water yeah. Is, a, is a massive thing. You mm. know, I drink 3.7 litres a day. I always drink three in the office yeah. and then I'll make sure I have one more bottle before. How many times do you go to the toilet? I am in the toilet all day. <laughs> Literally. And um, it's funny, when I don't drink um, water, I feel terrible. Yeah, you I, do. You feel a bit I lethargic. really notice it. Yeah. yeah. So huh. talking about muscles and face and all that, when you drink water, it's the most natural freshener for you to look plumper, I, I think? think so. I see a lot of dry skin. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think in, in Australia too, we, we do have the harsher climates. I have met colleagues that come from America, you know, for conferences and they say, oh, my God, what's with everyone's skin? You really? know, they, they are shocked. Because it's so, so dry. We're, we're so pigmented. Oh, and right. Yeah. Sun damage. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, you know, it's um, there is a bit of a difference with yeah. that. Yeah. I just want to go back to when girls come in mm-hmm. to see you from, like, other nurses or whatever. Will you say no to filling someone's face? All the time. You do? Yeah. And how do they react? Uh sometimes they're so impressed that yeah. they'll say to their friend, oh, no, she's really good. She said no. Because I like that. Yeah. Like I think it's a good quality to have and it actually goes to show that you actually care I because you could take someone's money easy. Mm, totally. And it shows and that is like the kind of person that you are. Yeah. So how how else would they react? Or uh, I've had tears. Have you? Yeah, I've had tears. I've had, um, yeah, really unhappy. And I've also had uh, – you know, a patient I said no to to her tear troughs. I just said I, I don't think you're a candidate. Uh-huh. With tear troughs, which is the, under the eye filler, we are really looking for that very hollow ring mm-hmm. uh, where the lid meets the cheek. If you have any kind of um, puffiness around your eyes, uh, you know, from your fat pad, which is um, which also could draw more water to it, uh, under eye filler can actually make you look older and oh, more wow. tired. Yeah. So there is a certain percentage of people that are not a candidate. The, the lady did not listen to me and went somewhere else and then came back to me to dissolve it. Get out. Yeah, and it, it was unfortunate. Yeah. Well, but I've got her for lesson. life, yeah. No, yeah, she, she definitely she's, learned she's her happy. lesson. Should we as a society normalise ageing and getting older? I think so. I mean, I'm, I've never been more empowered in my life. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm close to 44. Mm-hmm. So I used to hide my age and be very ashamed Mm -hmm. because you know there's such a stigma there's such a stigma for women yeah like as soon as you say I hate it when people say are you really hot for a mum it's like really like 
is it yeah do it is it do I have to be um attractive for a mum or can't I just be, be attractive yeah. yeah you're really put in a box as soon as you tell someone your age they're mm-hmm. like oh yeah she's really um good for her good age for her age yeah. it's like oh I don't want to be good for my age yeah. I want to be good Elon Musk's mother's seven in her 70s oh, yeah. and she's, still modeling yeah she's I mean, gorgeous she's powerhouse yeah. yeah yeah it shouldn't be a mm. thing yeah uh I think it's I'm so spiritual yeah you so are. You know, I, I have really beautiful connections with my patients and often they're, they present to be here for the outside treatments but they're really hurting on the inside. Mm. So I really go about my consultation process trying to dig a little bit deeper and find out um, what's going on as well, which also... That's a really nice quality. It is a good quality. Thank you. But it also... I'm still going to sort of try and find out if there's any BDD or any other underlying things. Uh, But I feel like, you know what, if you don't want to have these kinds of treatment and you want to age gracefully, all the power to you. Mm -hmm. But I don't appreciate the judgment people um, project project, and women mm. especially onto women that choose to have these kinds yep. of treatment yeah. because there's nothing you don't need to apologize for wanting to look better yeah. mm. why not look better yeah we're all here to have a human experience on this earth yeah and if you want to rock it at 50 or 40 or 30 and and do your lips and feel good about yourself mm. well it's really none of it yeah. anyone else's business yeah I remember mm. like for example I think I started getting um anti- Wrinkle. wrinkle. So I keep going to say anything. <laughs> Anti wrinkle when I was like maybe like 26 or 27 because I had the real bad 11 lines. Yep. And I was, I remember telling some people, and, that, and I grew up in the country, so I'd tell my con- city girls maybe not so much. Sure. And they were like, oh my God, like it was so bad. Mm-hmm. And now it's definitely more spoken about. I don't think, in our age group, I don't think a lot of people, do you reckon? It, well, yeah. I think it's definitely more spoken about and people definitely. are out. Yeah. Whereas back then they were like, I felt judged yeah. and I felt bad for getting it. The one thing, like, Alex, you do my my forehead. I do. Yes. Um, the one comment I tend to get with people who throw judgment is you're injecting poison into your body. Why would you do that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's not, probably not even go there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll start on another yeah. rant. Yeah. What do you think tap water's got in it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. What do you do think you know what? Panadol's got in oh, it? Oh, my God. I was actually, I was actually I'm, drinking I'm alcohol really sorry. and doing drugs. No, I was actually Literally. thinking about this. People like this, I'm, let's, after I've said this, not bring up the whole topic, but you're injecting a vaccine that hasn't really been tested mm-hmm. and investigated. I'd rather put something that's been around for a bit longer in yeah. my forehead. I had this uh, yeah. conversation uh, a couple of weeks ago and I had a lady who came in for her pigmentation. Mm. I'm very direct when I consult. Mm. I do want my patients to have the best outcome for themselves mm-hmm. and I, they're coming to a professional and I am an expert in my field. Mm. So I'm suggesting something that is going to make you look hotter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my job. Yeah. Yep. That's why you've come to a cosmetic clinic. Mm-hmm. So she came in for pigmentation. We went through the treatments that I offer, including Cosmolan, which is very effective. But her age was around early 30s mm-hmm. and I said, um, you are starting to get some visible static wrinkles. It might be time for some yeah. anti-wrinkle. And she said, oh, she was actually quite horrified. And, again, I felt like, oh, you're in a cosmetic right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was a bit Surely, weird, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I, I couldn't help it, which, you know, as I said, I'm pretty direct. I said, let me guess, you're going to have the vaccine. What did yeah. she say to that? She said, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I said, anti-wrinkle uh, has been used in medicine for 60 years. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been used in uh, cosmetic medicine for 26, probably 28 years. Millions of people. Millions of studies. Yeah. Like millions of people, sorry, millions of treatments, you know, countless. You wouldn't even be able to count the studies mm. on this medication. And, um, you know, this other medication has been rolled out extremely quickly and but people are not doing their research and mm-hmm. don't know what's in it and, you know, no judgment um, around any of that. But it just sort of surprised me mm. because um, in all the years I've been injecting, uh, it's the side effects are quite minimal. Yep. Yeah. 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 Agreed. And in spasticity. So mm. you've got a child with cerebral palsy. Mm. Yeah. The size of my shoulder muscle. Okay. Mm. So I'm making a movement right now mm. that's, you know, um, <laughs> a form of movement yeah if you were to block out that shoulder you would need probably 300 times the amount of an anti-wrinkle injection that would be put in your frown line so nothing happens to that child with cerebral palsy except the arm drops yeah and they they're not making that movement all day making them tired yeah so it has been used in medicine for a very long time 
And I know I use anti. I use the anti wrinkle yes. in my yeah because yes. I grind my teeth so bad yes. at it's night. It's really painful. It's awful, and I would wake up in the morning, my whole jaw is locked, yeah. and I get a really bad tension headache. Yeah. And so I use anti wrinkle for my jaw. What is it called? Mass masseters. Yeah, which also bloody hurts. Um. Yeah. So it's not just it for frown lines or wrinkles. No. You can actually use it for headaches and yes. all that kind of stuff, yes. which I think a lot of people don't realise. Yes. So neurologists um, have a, a protocol for, protocol for migraines. Yeah. So, you know, once you've passed or gone, jumped through the, the hoops for, to, be, to get qualified mm. for that, a lot of migraine sufferers use anti-wrinkle. Yeah, I've heard that. Mm. Are there any new beauty trends coming out at the moment when it comes to anti-aging? Well, I want to ask about one. You, yeah, so this Russian lip at the moment. Do you say what? Russian what lip. So it's this technique that we use with filler to to really make a very pointy Cupid's oh. bow. Oh, okay. Yeah, very very easy to do on a virgin lip, a little bit harder to do on oh, someone yeah. that's had filler on filler on filler yeah. on filler. Hence why I love dissolving it because mm-hmm. who'd want dirty old filler in there when you can dissolve it and get fresh new lips. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, yeah, so it's just injecting into very superficially into the vermilion border and plucking it out. It's it's quite it's quite defined, so it's quite obvious. Mm-hmm. So that's very popular at the mm-hmm. moment. Never and heard of that. What about the eye threading thing? Oh, so I want to know about this. Yeah, so I do mono threads, yeah. which is for skin tightening. I've seen that. Only. Yeah. Okay. So, so they're the little needles. Yeah. So there's a needle attached to a thread. Yeah. That's the jaw the and neck one too. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you can do them for submental fullness, defining jaws. Basically, double chin, double chin yep. stomach, oh, wow. cellulite, butts, anywhere, more the merrier. It's for tightening of the skin. Oh, wow. So uh, they are very effective. A patient would come in and have, you know, 40 to 50 and then come back eight weeks later, have another 40 to 50. Usually by the time they've had just over 100, you can really see the difference. It's for the um, accordion lines when you smile. Oh, yeah. So, oh, I have so it's a, a wonderful alternative for someone that doesn't want to change their facial shape with a filler because uh-huh. a filler is like putting pillars in the house. Yep. You know, lips, tear troughs or lips is a refinement treatment, you know, like putting a new red um, Persian rug down on a house that's collapsing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to prioritise where the person is with their ageing yeah. when you're making that kind of decision yeah. with facial assessment. How long does that, what's it called? Threading. threading. So this is monothreading. So when I started my career, I uh, got a job with uh, Dr. Brian Mendelson in mm-hmm. Turak and he uh, is a very, very intelligent and super educated man and even discovered a part of the anatomy of the face that they never knew existed get before out. Dr. Wow. Brian Mendelson, and he's featured in Grey's Anatomy. So I was very, very blessed Shit. to get that job. Yeah. Again, I made my place at that table. Yeah, I rang their office every yeah. six weeks, I think, until that nursing unit manager said, oh, not you again. <laughs> Give her a job. And she said, quick, someone's just left. And yeah. I <laughs> raced up there with my resume and put my hair in a ponytail and put, you know, the highest heels on I've ever seen mm-hmm. and got the job. Yeah. I think it was 24. So he, um, where was I going with this? Oh, so he started doing, Threading, thread yeah. lifts came in at that time. So this oh. was 2004, See, right, 2005. Now, so it's been no, around for ages. No, So oh. this was thread lifting though. Okay, okay. okay so, you, you know, you're talking about a surgeon that is an expert at mm-hmm. facelifts. Mm-hmm. So there was another surgeon in... Uh, Singapore called Waffles Woo. He's very famous. And he, cool um, I know Waffles <laughs> yeah, Woo. Yeah, Waffles, I know. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, and so he um, brought out his own uh, threads and they had like a barb on them, mm-hmm. like a barb wire. So there's a long piece of thread and then they would catch. Oh. So that's what you're looking at when you see the fox eye. Yes. So that's a thread lift um, um, and you pull it up and they, they would get puckering. Yeah. And, you know, you could be on a bus one day and it would just pop out and you'd have a little bit of blue string coming out of your face. So that was thread lifts. Uh So when I was asked to do the training last August uh, with Shape Clinic in Sydney, that's Dr. Stephen Liu and his team, I'm kind of like an unofficial uh, staff member up there. I'm very close with all the girls. Mm -hmm. Uh, They invited me to Sydney to go and do the training. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh. You know, I was pretty depressed after the first lockdown, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I was kind of like, yeah, okay. But I still kind of didn't understand the mm. difference between mono threads and the thread lift and I, I didn't have any differentiation. So I agreed to go up 
And I saw the results and then I started treating patients by the September. Then they had their second treatment, you know, by November. So by Christmas last year, I was getting some really amazing results. Oh, so wow. as a tightening treatment, it is very, it's really effective. So do they have to come in every eight weeks to get that done? No. So they have two sessions. Yeah. And then that, those threads dissolve over a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a dissolvable suture. Is it expensive? Uh, around 800 to 1000 a session. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So a little bit huh. cheaper than a filler. Jeez, it is a really expensive industry, yeah. if I don't mind saying. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's, it's hard to keep up with, like, beauty and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. It it's huh. just. However, anti-wrinkle, oh, you know, yeah. it works. Oh, 100%. You know, you have it. They've actually done studies in London where they've proven that it decreases um, depression. I was going to say, it makes because, you feel oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. better yes, when yeah. it kicks in. You're like, damn. You like, look I less feel, tired. Yeah. And you, you sort of look in the mirror and you go, oh, yeah, I'm actually Even like good. a cheeky, yeah. like, eyebrow lift. Yes. Like, it's amazing. Um, I want to talk about a little bit more about you personally mm-hmm. like and if anyone follows you on instagram i know i've seen it, and you inspire me some mornings i'm like oh my god i can't really getting up but i've already seen you like walking so you do 75 hard mm. can you explain that a little bit sure so the reason 75 happened i'm in a business group in america okay. called the rta syndicate yeah so that is andy frisella and ed Milet. Mm-hmm. and uh, I think April 2019 i had had a big night with my girlfriends we went out dancing all night mm-hmm. uh the hangover was so horrendous. Mm-hmm. And I think I was kind of doing a bit of drinking every second weekend when I didn't have the kids mm-hmm. and, you know, having fun. And Were you masking life. anything? I was definitely masking. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. You know, I hadn't really – I started uh, to unravel, you know, some of my childhood and things um, or my teenage years yeah. later and I'd started to meditate. I'd studied meditation in Bali uh-huh. and I went and I did Soul Temple, which was a three-month course on all yeah. of my chakras and I was beginning to get a little bit more self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really realise I was masking it with drinking, but drinking has never really agreed with me at all. It Mm -hmm. just doesn't suit me. So a terrible hangover. I always listen to Andy's podcast Mm -hmm. and I was blow drying my hair. I think I had my earphones in or doing my makeup or something. And he mentioned 75 hard. And I was like, I felt so shit. I I can't even tell you. This hangover went on for like four days. I wasn't exercising. I wasn't looking after myself. The business was thriving. I was looking after kids and I was pretty much, I would wait, open my eyes in the morning and I'd go, oh, not again. Like it was, mm. I, was I wasn't in a good place, mm. to be honest. So 75 hard, I re-listened to the whole podcast again and figured out uh, what it was. Mm-hmm. And I, that long stint of sobriety uh, really helped me focus. Mm-hmm. And I just started to feel good about myself. So 75 hard is two workouts a day. Yep. Uh, 3.7 litres of water, as mm-hmm. we discussed before, a, prog- a progress pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you take one at the start, one at the end, and uh, 10 pages yeah, of a motivational yep. book yep. and obviously no cheat meals, no alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I completed it and... So obviously for 75 days. Yeah. Yep. And I think I restarted the first time at day 27. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the second time I did it really fell on the same day as well. Oh, 27. Yeah, 27. Really? Yeah. I think you get a bit tired. Yeah, of course. By that stage. Yeah. Yeah. The two and workouts. It's discipline as well. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. It's, it's checking it yeah. off. But the whole program is about not lying to yourself. And I've always had a problem. Um, I, you know, from things that had happened in my teenage years, I was a little bit immobilized mm-hmm. with being able to speak up for myself yep. and um, being a people pleaser and wanting people to like me. And I definitely um, suffered from a bit of self-esteem issues. Mm-hmm. And I think because of the modeling too, um, as a teenager, I didn't want people to think I was better than them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, got a lot of shit for it. So I I wouldn't say I dumbed myself down, but I kind of just fit in and, and, you know, got into the drinking and, Mm. you know, went along a lot when, you know, I wasn't as proud of myself. So through 75 Hard and the sobriety, I I really started to feel empowered. Mm -hmm. And then with speaking to other women... I realised that a lot of women are going through the same thing and, and need help but don't really know where to start. So the walking for me 
from a mental health perspective. Mm-hmm. I mean, people pay me out for my walking videos. Even my oldest son, he goes, Mom, every time you do a walking video, you should post something about your business. Oh, I'm so oh, cute. And I'm like, yeah, probably a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the reason I do it is because I want to be accountable. Yeah. And also it does, it motivates do you know what? I've, yeah. known, I've known about four girls that follow you or maybe three or something that have tried to do 75 hard because yeah. they've seen you do it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like, I don't know, you're inspiring people. Like, oh, by thank doing, you. Yeah. But it's um, it just make, it's made me of course. step up, Yeah. you know, and I've, I've accepted that um, alcohol is a depressant yep. for me and it's often something that's spoken about in the clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of a lot of women are drinking a lot mm-hmm. um, to cope, especially during COVID and, and stuff like and that. I also really realised during COVID mm-hmm. too. This is um, that this high level coping. And uh, do you, have you um, seen much of Maston Kip stuff? No, he's on Instagram. He's an amazing um, speaker that talks about childhood traumas. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So he that's when it really dropped in for me mm. that there's high level coping. Mm-hmm which is excessive exercise mm-hmm. or, for me, excessive working mm-hmm. yep. and excessive being busy, right? So there's high-level coping and then low-level coping would be, you know, drinking, drinking and, yeah. you know, taking heroin, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. But just because it's high-level coping, I mean, you take the, the over-walking over the heroin. Oh. Yeah. But, but it doesn't mean that you're still not dealing with your issues. Yeah, right. You're, like, masking it yes. every day. So during the first lockdown and I wasn't – because I pretty much only work seven days a week. Yeah. And then parent and, you know, I have 50% custody of my children. Mm. So I'm week on, week off. So it's all there's always a lot going on and then throw in the travelling. I'm constantly busy. So I had a real case of that busy, busy, busy. Mm. When I was told, no, you can't work, mm. the anger – I, I, and I realised that even though I'd done a lot of work on myself, I was still reacting to everything. Mm. Like she said this or this happened or Comparing. can you believe someone said Negative. this or yeah. what? Like, yeah. I, And I really had to sit in that anger. Mm. So I ended up working um, with a spiritual coach for 30 days. I was actually a bit desperate. Mm. I'd paid for it um, in Bali with Adam Edwards. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and I, but being me mm. I was so busy you just like I put it off it away, and so away. during the first lockdown I think I got up to walking about 12 to 13 kilometers oh a day God. and I was <laughs> going home lying on the bed because mm. I'm used to being around people mm. you know sometimes I can see you know 90 to 95 women a week mm. in the clinic and some men much smaller percentage so I I didn't cope very well with being told no you can't go to work yeah, I think a lot of people were like that. Yeah. But then it's like a big wake-up call It was for a wake-up call. Yeah. yeah, 100%. So from then, 30 days, got myself back into my heart. Yeah. Um, really learnt about different, um, you know, gratitude, mm. being present, l- like dropping the judgment. Mm. Would you be cool with having a day off now absolutely mm. really yeah i'm yeah. having a day off today oh yeah yeah i do and i, I self-care is so yeah. important mm. and even uh with the boys like we had this very very special day on the 21st of december last year which was the solar flash so mm-hmm. i am a bit woo woo and love astrology so we i ended up um, booking into a a really nice um, place with the kids and we sat there together doing goal setting for the next oh, year so and we did group meditation and prayers together and um, went to lunch we went and had our um toes and nails done and everything and it was just a lovely lovely day Mm. and um, we went to culture kings and the boys did the competition for the you know when they do the hoops yeah yeah, Yeah, yeah. so it's just really good and I I remember Hudson uh, turning around and saying god we should actually do this more it was it was a minute where I felt enormous guilt because I I have a career Mm. and I I'm a single mother Mm. and with that you know the the children they have a different f- form of a mother that would stay home. Mm. And I don't think any anyone's better or anyone's no, different. It's just is what it, it is. It just yeah. is what it is. Yeah. yeah. I think of, from observations you are an amazing mother. Yeah, Thank you. 100%. Yeah. We're very close. Yeah. 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 And I, re- love I really love um, how your family is so blended. We are very blended. Yeah. We haven't always been. Yep. Mm. It has taken a lot of years. It takes a lot of work. But I think yeah. my family is very similar yeah. in that regard too. I think mm. also made that might reflect on you working on yeah. yourself too. Yeah. yeah. And so I, as I said, I used to react. Yeah. So, you know, one of my ex-husbands in the past may have 
message me and I would react yeah. and be this toing and froing. And someone explained to me, I think it was a therapist once, that it's it's called a co-addictive love dance. So huh. you're doing a dance mm. that you were doing when you were married. Huh. So it's yeah. just a geography thing. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, just, yeah. you're just not in the same place, but you're still doing, doing it. Doing the same thing. So now if if that happens and even if I do get triggered, I sit in it and I recognize it and then I'll I'll send back the love. Mm-hmm. I am I never want to be in a situation with either of my ex-husbands mm-hmm. where we're not on good terms mm-hmm. because we've worked so hard to be where we are and we're all very close mm-hmm. and it's so good for the kids. Yeah, that's yeah. the main it's so priority, good. isn't it? Yeah. I remember at one point a few years ago it was a little bit um it was hard and it was dramatic and my first husband and I weren't speaking and and which was rare because we were together from when we were 15. So mm-hmm. we're family yeah. over everything. And I remember one of the kids turning around and saying, can you just make up with him? Mm. And I, it was affecting them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's hard. Yeah. So for the kids, um, you're just coming from that place of love and being very respectful uh-huh. because no one ever enters a relationship thinking it's going to end. Yeah. yeah, true. Do they? What Sarah? do most people... <laughs> 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 that in. Threw me under the bus Sorry. there, didn't she? <laughs> it was just a pre-podcast conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on very quickly. Um, with your social media, do most women DM you about... What is it? Anti-aging stuff? Is it your lifestyle? What do they uh, ask you most? To be honest, a lot of uh, seventy-five hard questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you, how do I start? Do you ever finish seventy-five hard, or do you just keep going, going, going? No, I finish. Yeah, yeah, and then right. I have a break. Yeah. yeah, you know, and you know, at the start of the year, I, um, you know, I haven't, I haven't completely given up drinking. Yeah. I just, I know it doesn't serve me. Mm-hmm. So I, on New Year's, I had a few drinks and I was in the moment, had a lovely time. I yep. think that's but the best way to be. If you yeah. feel like a red, have a red. Yeah. If you feel like something. Yeah, I'm it. not going to beat myself no. up. Yeah. But for me, yeah. I'm better when I'm on the program. Yeah. yeah. I just am. So, what were some of the best books you've read so far when you've been on the program? I mean, Can't Hurt Me, David Goggins. Oh, we've just got into David Goggins. I was just about to say his name has been popping up so much lately mm. that I feel like I have to dive into his oh. world a bit more. He's he is. so strict. He's very extreme. He's very extreme. I uh, got introduced to him, read the book. I actually got a lot more out of the uh, audio book. Really? The audio book he narrates. He he doesn't narrate it but he, he then is – He's, they stop it and the narrator asks him questions oh, about like specific um, areas of the book. Yeah. Uh, I really do love that. What's his book actually about? Can't Hurt Me is about his life. Yeah. And he had an extremely abusive father. Oh, mm. really? Extremely abusive. And he was overweight, wasn't he? Yeah. David so Bobbitt. he was abused um, so badly, you know, top from skull to feet. Oh, like wow. Bruises. It was, it's a very hard story to hear. Mm. When I, I flew to Sydney, Australia Day, last year 2020 and um went and saw him I knew I'd meet him yeah uh, I'm a big manifester so I manifest a lot of things in my life but on Christmas day a few weeks before he did a live and I, I said to myself he's going to go live with me so we went live together on um on Christmas day Shut up. yeah I just, I just knew it and I said I'm going to meet you in a few weeks I'm coming to see you in Sydney so I ended up meeting him and he's such an introvert he's so shy really yeah he's so shy I would not have thought that and um he's got this beautiful fiance so I um I didn't want to feel like I didn't want to disrespect mm. you know yeah they're, they're very close so I would speak to her but he was so shy he wouldn't say much yeah anyway, I would not have thought but that. I got so emotional when he walked on the stage I actually um started crying oh shit because um when I think of him I think of him as the eight-year-old boy yeah right. and I because I'm a mum of boys I just I yeah yeah he's an extremely an powerful individual mm. yeah and um from that trauma um really didn't learn how to read and write, lied constantly. No. And I used to be a bit of a liar. Mm. Like I'm really big on integrity mm-hmm. and honesty and speaking my truth now because out of fear, um, you know, you as a younger girl, yeah, I yeah, would lie, like, yeah. you know, in fear of getting in trouble or, mm-hmm. you know, make up stories and things. So that's kind of what he did. He would lie and say he'd study this or do that. He couldn't even read. Shit. Get out. So he forced himself to um, learn how to read and then 
um, I think it's called the, uh, it's the, the test that gets you into the Marines. Oh, the Navy SEAL thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's the toughest. He's known as the he's toughest man tough. on the planet. He's mm. the only person on the face of the universe that's completed Hell Week three times. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. That's like mentally. So that book was amazing Mm. and um, the gift of adversity too. And and that's written by, I have a a business coach, a life coach in America called Marcus Aurelius Anderson and he wrote that one. And the gift of adversity is all about he was in the military as well and um, basically the hand started to numb and he went completely paralysed and he was lying in a hospital bed being told he'll never walk again. So it's how he comes back from that. Really? Yeah, and he's now, my, we've been working together for Does the last six months. Does he end up walking months. again? Yeah. Oh, my God. But just the story, it's, it's, it's an, a very powerful book. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We. Okay. If you could tell, if you could give someone advice listening, three tips for anti aging to incorporate into your life today, what would they be? Number one would be water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only, only filtered water. Mm-hmm. Um, that's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, I really. I wouldn't drink tap water if I was paid to, mm-hmm. what they put in I it. I think you recently, you were on the, the Kangen? Um, I've got a oh, Kangen, yeah. yeah and yeah. I've got um, another, friends of mine have got another filtered water system, mm-hmm. um, Loz and Jake James. I've yep. got theirs in Albury and I've got a Kangen here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it was, for me, just reading about the chemicals that, that's in our water, mm-hmm. that was quite frightening. So water for me, uh, vitamin A, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a laser in a serum. So topical or topical? Let me okay. guess. Hang on. Vitamin A is Retinol. that? Yes. Retinol. Yes. 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 Well you, done. I have to use that at night. You've been doing your <laughs> research. About, what about vitamin A as vitamins? Yeah, I mean. But more topical. I think topical because okay. it's more from a skin yeah. thing. I mean, I've seen women using vitamin A transform their skin in two weeks. Wow. Yeah, it is yeah. quite good. Isn't it's it? but, very but if good. you're pregnant, you can't have vitamin no, A. No, definitely okay. not. Or breastfeeding. Also. Vitamin A, I'm only supposed to use that every second night, aren't I? Well, usually start every second night, yeah. but you can increase for okay. sure. Mm-hmm. And there's different um, strengths yeah. as well. There's uh, a lighter strength or you can actually get a prescription. I was mm-hmm. going to say I've used some vitamin A's before and they're so harsh. My oh, skin, they're so strong. And then you have mm-hmm. to, I had to remove that and use something else. Yeah. So it's like trial and error. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a skin cell is like a slice of garlic and they all sit on top of each other, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And the old, the new ones can't come through unless the old ones are removed. Uh, and that's what the vitamin A does? Yeah, so you can remove them with laser, you can remove them with peel, uh, or you can remove them with vitamin A. It's okay. very effective. Yep. And what's your third tip? <sighs> I would have to say anti-wrinkle. Yeah, 100%. I, I have been, yeah, I've been having the treatment myself since I was 24. Mm, yeah. And I just think it's wonderful. I really love the effects. It makes me feel more confident. My skin looks better. Yep. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Mm. I love that it. would be filler for me. I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with it. Do you? And I, 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 you know, do treatment all day. I'm using less and less. Yeah. yeah. I just um, feel like women can get quite addicted to the process mm-hmm. and there has to be a line in the sand mm-hmm. because they end up looking doughy and weird and that's why their husbands or their boyfriends don't like it. We hear a lot in here about, oh, my God, my husband wouldn't, I, I couldn't tell my husband mm. I was here or, um, oh, my God, I would never tell my husband. Or and, and for me, look, I know in a relationship we don't often tell each other everything, mm. but there's a little bit of fear around it. And I have to give the men some credit here. They're seeing the bad work. Yeah. Mm. They also associate fillers um, that, that it could, they have that fear that it could sexualize their partner because oh. uh, through pornography, uh-huh. they, they identify fillers with pornography, mm-hmm. huh. big lips and big boobs and it's that world. So they put that in a bit of a box. So when their, um, their partner comes along and says, oh, I want to get my lips done, they're like, you know, who is she trying to look good for? Yeah. They get that, that's coming from a very insecure place. Huh. So they don't, they're not often supporters, but in saying that, the good work is you can't detect the good yeah. work. Mm. Just look fresh. Yeah, you just look fresh. You just look like a fresh virgin, a version of yourself. And that's why I like uh, patients to run into a friend in the supermarket Yeah, and their friend to go, God, you look good. Mm. I've been on holiday. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that as opposed to... 
what the hell have you done? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Literally. Uh, We were talking about this before. Um, You think it's very important that they people who do come in have a do a bit of self work before they come in, don't you? Well, why are they getting it done? Is it for themselves? Is it for others? Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know it's funny. This is my pet hate is when. patients bring in friends mm. like I feel like a bit of a circus clown like I have oh, to perform yeah. and and with COVID we've sort of we've cut Jeez, that I think Tally comes in all the time with me <laughs> sorry really. maybe a couple of times <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean I knew you guys yeah. before yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so but uh people use these appointments to bond together yeah. as well like it's, there's a little bit of you know your friends are getting it done maybe I should get it done yeah, yeah. that fear of missing out well some friends are scared I yes. been with another friend before and she was terrified yes because mm. it's yeah. a needle yeah and you know if I had a dollar for every time someone says I don't like needles mm. I mean no one likes needles no one likes you know, needles no one how likes good are you going to feel when you leave yes so you know it's reassurance as yeah. well um, but then, you know, sometimes they've brought their friend in and the friend faints on the floor. <laughs> and then I've, you know, got to attend to the friend. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so that that's a bit interesting. But, look, I think uh, women want to look better and I mm. just don't think that they need to apologise for that. No, I agree. So if you want to have treatment, good for you. Yeah. And if you don't, don't. Yeah. You know, we judge. there's too much judgement. Yeah. yeah. And we spoke about that before. Yeah. There's so much judgement. Mm. What? legacy do you want to leave on the beauty industry i just want people to feel good about themselves yeah you know and i think it's through my own uh empowerment of myself and coming back from you know masking my feelings with alcohol and and um even food yeah you know uh i really like to encourage um, women and my patients to, to live a really good lifestyle mm. and and to enjoy it, yeah. like to enjoy their life. Yeah. From an outsider's perspective, to give you a compliment, I think you're really good at creating self-love in your patients. 100%. But also breaking down the stigma of anti-wrinkle mm. injections. Yes, I think so. Thank you for saying yeah. that. Mm. I just don't think it's anything to be ashamed about. Yeah. No. You know, you don't have to feel ashamed for wanting to look fresh. There's no different to, you know, walking into a place like Scanlon and Theodore and investing in a really beautiful suit. Agreed. Yeah. You know that that is going to yeah. make you look mm. and feel better. Or I even heard you say, what's the difference going to a hairdresser's and getting your hair done? No different. Yeah. No, no different at all. You're just doing it for yourself and to Yeah, it's yeah. the same good, kind of thing. Confident. Yeah. yeah. Love and that. yeah, it's it's lovely. The best part of my job is that I get to share a connection yeah. with that person. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think in, in most of the time, I I do get to know a bit of their soul mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. because we are souls. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're here having a human experience. But you know, it is about the heart too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I love that. Me too. It's I just so sit here. I'm like, I, it's like. Talking to my mum. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am a mum. Yeah, well, thank you so much for coming on. Wait, 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 wait. Are you going to ask the questions oh, again? Oh, yeah, Sarah can. Oh, me? Yeah, you can because I started. Okay. Do you want to ask the Just both? You do ask the normal ones. I've got, I'm going to do normal ones, but I'm also going to, we did this with last week's guest. Yes. I And it was three really important questions that I was like, oh, I like that. So it's your 70-year-old self looking at, back at yourself now. What would you tell yourself to start doing? continue doing and stop doing i think still to start doing yeah is that the first one yeah let's go with that uh just being bold mm. yeah you know still just care just stop caring what people think mm-hmm. and just be bold live yeah. your life the way you want to mm-hmm. and getting caught up in the the stigmas and yeah. the, the judgments of things mm-hmm. for sure what, what would you continue doing Drinking lots of water? I would continue <laughs> definitely <laughs> drinking more water. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think f- continue doing, uh, being present and living in the moment mm-hmm. and not being so rigid. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, the discipline is wonderful, but there are days like we spoke you about that live. you have to live. Yeah. yeah. And you have to sit and smell the roses and be with your children mm-hmm. and, and really soak that up. Agree. Anything you would stop doing? Uh 
Well, I think one thing I've stopped doing is the the negative self-talk. That's good. That, that's been huge for me. Yeah. Because I would, you know, have this conversation in my head and beat myself oh, up. And now I literally just say, no, mm. I'm not doing that. Yeah. And I stop. <laughs> so that's been wonderful for me. Now, ones we like to ask, why do you exercise? Uh, makes me feel amazing. Yeah? Yeah. I love the feeling. Especially outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love being in nature and fresh air. Was, and that's the second question. Yeah. How do you exercise? Yeah, I've um, I've started a new program though with Jake James mm-hmm. because I listened to a podcast about how to live to your 100 mm-hmm. and mobility uh, and flexibility 100%. and balance for yeah. elderly people is oh, the yeah. massive problem. Yep. So in this Tom, Tom Bilyeu had the guest on, I can't remember who he was, but you know, crouching down into a full squat to lift up your great grandchild, mm-hmm. lifting a full suitcase over your head on in a train, like up the top, mm-hmm. things like that. I want to keep my mobility and yeah, my flexibility. Yeah, yeah it's not just about looking good. Yeah, and I, you know, I've walked, you know, for a year and a half. I think I've missed two outdoor walkouts in a year and a half. Oh, so, but that is a very short, rigid, um, you know, it's movement. Not, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. now um, it's lengthening, strengthening, balance, and mobility. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Just going to my nan's 94 and she just had a fall, but before that she was doing all her exercises right. to keep her balance. balance. To st- yeah. Yeah. So that really dropped in for me because mm. I plan to live till I'm um, 120. 100%. Yeah. Well, you're the biggest manifester I know. So <laughs> um, I can't remember. So do you want to wrap it up? <laughs> no, I can't remember either. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you. Yeah, it's been thank amazing. You, uh, you girls are wait, incredible. Wait, before we end, yeah. where can people find you on Instagram? Miss Alex Pike mm-hmm. and mainly my before and afters and skin yeah. treatments are on Face by Alex Pike. Yeah, which are both amazing Instagrams. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.